0: In the morning, my friends, how are you today? Welcome to St. Mark Bemidji's podcast. This is the podcast Abraham Lincoln would have listened to if he had paid his internet bill. If you like our podcast, you can subscribe to it on your phone or computer and listen to us four times every week. If you're an avid YouTube video podcast person, you can also click the little bell and be notified the moment a new podcast is published. You can also share it with a friend. If you look in the podcast description on the app that you're using right now, in every episode, there's a share link for you to email or text to a friend. I've tried to make it really obvious. Let me know if it isn't at john.kirk at I've been told by a number of pastors that if you want people to come to your Bible study, offer a class on the end of times. People love to think that there's some sort of secret message in the numerology or a clever turn of phrase that, if read just right, will give the key to the date and time where this crazy merry-go-round of a world will come to a stop. If you're looking for a puzzle with a disappointing end, by all means, keep looking. Because it's not about the sudden stop at the end. It's about how you live your life along the journey. Will you chase after money, fame, power, or any number of other distractions that this world offers up? They are shiny as a diamond for a moment. But a man far wiser than I could ever hope to be already looked into these things and wrote down the results for us in Ecclesiastes 2. All of it is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Later in chapter 12, he summarizes in part, Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. And we can't possibly hope to keep all the commandments in our sinful state, but thankfully, Jesus has done it all for us, and He took that judgment that we deserved on Himself. And we live with His help the best we can in those commandments, because we are grateful for what He has done, and because we know that He wants the best for us. Today we look at Matthew 25 and the parable of the really late night wedding party. I won't spoil it for you. I've already rambled on long enough. Let's
1: listen to today's devotion. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My text is recorded in Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 to 13. Then the kingdom of heaven will be comparable to ten virgins, who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were prudent. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the prudent took oil in flasks along with their lamps. Now while the bridegroom was delaying, they all got drowsy and began to sleep. But at midnight there was a shout, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the prudent, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the prudent answered, No, there will not be enough for us and you too. Go instead to the dealers, and buy some for yourselves. And while they were going away to make the purchase, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast, and the door was shut. Later the other virgins also came, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Be on the alert, then, for you do not know the day nor the hour. This is my text. In the name of Jesus, Amen. The ten virgins slumbered and slept. There is a spiritual drowsiness that does overcome even the best of Christians. As an example, I would point you to the disciples of Jesus. On the night Jesus was betrayed, on that very night Peter declared that he would fight for his Lord and he said, quote, even though all may fall away because of you, I will never fall away. I will not deny you. They all said it. Then in Gethsemane, as Jesus went on to prayer, they all fell asleep. The redemption of the world was about to occur. The incarnate Son of God was about to bleed and die on the cross, and they were sleeping. See what I mean about spiritual drowsiness? The spirit might be willing, but the flesh is very weak indeed, as Jesus once said. Left to your own devices, you would fall asleep to the truth of the Word of God for you, every time in this world, just like the ten virgins, even just like Jesus' disciples in Gethsemane. It is our Lord Jesus who graciously makes his word and sacrament available to us week after week, to the very means where your redemption is delivered to you. And yet many don't even bother to show up on Sunday morning. For many others who do show up, getting out of bed on a Sunday morning can be one of the biggest challenges of the week. Which of us wouldn't rather be sleeping in on a Sunday morning after a long, tough week? To remain vigilant and ready for Jesus' return is, quite frankly, an ability that is utterly lacking in the sinful flesh. And since the slumber and sleep of the ten virgins is also a reference to death, it makes it all much more pointed. It is not by your own reason or strength, then, that you stay awake. Graciously, your Lord awakens you by his word, his preaching, and his supper. Being dead to the world is how sleep is often referred to. Well, from Scripture, that is more accurate than not. Holy Spirit, through St. Paul, said, Are we to continue in sin so that grace may increase? May it never be. How shall we who died to sin still live in it? Do not go on presenting the members of your body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Present yourselves to God as those alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. To remain vigilant and ready for Jesus' return is an ability that is utterly lacking in the sinful flesh. It is not by your own reason or strength that you stay awake. Graciously, your Lord awakens you by His Word and preaching and supper. His Word awakens faith in your heart, and it assures you that despite your spiritual drowsiness, you are indeed redeemed, reconciled with God, and forgiven all your sins, ready to meet the bridegroom when his call comes. The call, come, blessed of my Father. The wedding feast is ready. I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fattened livestock are all butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. In the name of Jesus, Amen.
0: St. Marks Bemidji.org.